Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Maddie A. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. It is Friday, and I'm feeling good. Kinda. <laughs> it's been a wild week. I'm not gonna lie. It's been a wild month, wild quarter. You know, at the end of the day, when you're trying to build something big in your life, there's always gonna be those breaking points. And the breaking points ultimately, you know, if you wanna get to a new level that you haven't been through before, you have to navigate new terrain, you have to build new skills, you have to develop new mindsets, new habits, new disciplines, because obviously what got you to where you're at right now, you know, isn't the person that you were 12 months ago and what's going to get you to where you want to go next is also going to have to be somebody new. And it's this constant reinvention and optimization process. And that journey in life, if you're somebody that constantly is looking to grow and expand whether that's in your health or in your business or in your relationships, you know, those things are, it's an endless race. You know, it's an endless marathon and it requires a lot of patience and a lot of persistence and a lot of discipline along the way. There's a process that you just have to be committed to. And it's easy, right? When you get in, you know, good seasons of comfort and you feel like you've caught a nice stride and then all of a sudden you realize that you know, you've gotten a little bit stale. You have maybe gotten a little bit soft. Certain things start to slip. And it's oftentimes the hard challenges and the hard seasons in life, depending on who you are and if you have the right mindset, that force you to lean in and retool. Retool your skills, retool your network, retool your mindset, retool your days or your habits or your disciplines or your weekly routines. And I find myself, the more I see opportunity at your doorstep, it requires you to ultimately do that more frequently than sometimes people are comfortable with. But stress is one of those things where everybody's got stress. You know, the, the guy who literally I see, you know, shaking a tin can out in front of my office every day, I know the dude's got stress. The stay-at-home mom who's got three kids, you know, that is doing laundry and making food and, you know, trying to find time for her own sanity and health. And, you know, she's got stress. The CEO of Starbucks has stress. Every human being has stress. What I've found is stress can be one of those things that either brings out the best in you or makes you bitter and makes you ultimately a victim of life. And instead of being bitter, I always try and choose to be better and look at those stressful moments and seasons as an opportunity for me to learn something about myself and to figure out how I can break through whatever that ceiling is that I find myself banging my head up against. And this year in business has been one of those years. It's been challenging growing this hotel company. Hiring people, managing people, building systems, 
identifying through cash flow projections and P&Ls and expanding our balance sheet. How do we continue to expand? How do you continue to scale? How do you continue to train and lead and motivate people? How do you continue to be a good husband and father? How do you be, continue to you know, prioritize your health? How do you continue to just unplug and have some fun? You know, life can be stressful, man, and it's a trip. And the way that you can continue to do those things and continue to level up is through that self-awareness, right? And just to have the right rhythms, the right routines, the right tools and frameworks, the right support and board of directors around you, the right environment to know through that self-awareness when you need to swing the pendulum back in a different direction and challenge yourself in new ways so that way you can, right? Whatever boss, you know, metaphorically, whether it's in your mind or it's a challenge in your business, you know, how do you beat that boss? How do you unlock that new level for yourself? And then it really all starts over again. And so it's almost like this, you know, if you've ever seen the movie, The Groundhog's Day, when he just wakes up over and over and over and over again. I'm not talking about that monotonous, you know, maybe day after day type of, you know, example. However, you know, seasons and stretches of your life are going to be Groundhog's Day in the sense of you're going to have to go back every single time, maybe at a different level or a different, you know, viewpoint or at a different financial status or a different, you know, place in your business or in your marriage or in your health that you're at that kind of starting gate again, knowing that you got to navigate new terrain that you haven't navigated before. And what is going to help you beat that boss is going to be many iterations of going through the level and failing. Okay, let me go through that level again and take all the learning lessons to get to that last point. And let me go a little bit further and fail. And then go and do that again and take all the lessons of the last two times and all the learnings and okay, don't do that again. And okay, I got to do this and get a little bit further than you did the last two times and then fail. And eventually you're going to continue to fail your way forward until you have some breaking point that unlocks a new level for you. And I, you know, metaphorically think about that in terms of where I'm at in my finances as a dad, you know, as a husband, like my little girls, Ella's going to be eight, Evie's four turning five. And the way I talk and I interact and I parent and I engage and I play and I coach, you know, those girls is something that I have to be consistently disciplined around understanding that the way I coached and interacted and played and taught them maybe a month ago isn't the way I may have to show up to support and serve them, you know, in the next month. And the same thing maybe with your health and, you know, Marie and I, and we talk about this openly, you know, in our marriage, I love the hell out of that woman. She's my person. You know, she's my ride or die till the end of time. And we have been through and just came out of a season of, I don't like to call it maybe staleness, right? But of complacency, of comfort. And sometimes you got to, right, rattle the cage and shake things up and challenge yourselves to reinvent and re-engage and, you know, take things to that next level. And, you know, we do that in our marriage. You have to do that as a parent. You have to do that in your business or in your job. You have to do that with your family. Like nothing can be stagnant in life if you want to go out and unlock greatness in yourself. And, you know, 
the reminder is usually when you're experiencing some pain and some stress. Our marriage isn't what I want it to be right now. Okay, well then let's re-engage and reevaluate and let's do something about it. Man, I'm starting to stress out about my finances. Okay, are you budgeting? Are you dialed in? Are you spending what you should or shouldn't be spending? Re-engage, re-evaluate, and get back into whatever it is that you need to do to get to that next level. I'm not getting the growth that I want personally right now. Are you reading? Do you have a good morning routine? Are you surrounding yourself with the right people? Are you going to mastermind events? Are you challenging yourself mentally and spiritually and physically to get to that next level? And so it's this self-awareness that I constantly find allows me the opportunity. Now, whether I do something by becoming aware of what's going on in my life, that's where most people decide to be bitter and just say, it is what it is. Or they play the victim. Or they just accept whatever that narrative or fact is that currently stands in their way as being some either physical or metaphorical boundary that's going to prevent them from getting what they want in life. And you really have to be honest and aware and humble enough to say, I'm not doing good right now, or this sucks, or this isn't the result that I want. And through that awareness, say, what is it that I need to do? Who do I need to become? What do I need to lean into? What hard shit do I need to do right now? Whether that's a conversation, whether that's a physical activity, whether that is a mental activity, something by doing those tough and hard things is going to get unlocked. That is going to break you through to new levels of accomplishment, achievement, fulfillment. And those are the things that I think a lot of us sometimes forget. Life is freaking hard. It's not always fun. Getting the sexy aspects of life is usually unlocked by doing the really unsexy, boring, monotonous stuff in life. But by doing those things, you're going to find new chambers in your mind that you never even knew were there until you went to those depths of challenge and struggle and pain and frustration. And when you unlock those things by just leaning in and working your butt off, there's something that is so powerful of knowing that you earned whatever that result was. Too many people want things handed and given to them. And that's where I think, you know, right now I'm going through a season of challenge in my business. You know, finding people to work in the hospitality industry is tough, man. You know, running these hotels 24 7, 365, living, breathing assets. You know, I've been meeting with a lot of different hospitality people, hoteliers, nightclubbers, you know, uh, hotel owners, um, restaurateurs. And they're like, you know, I love creating the experiences and the memories, and, and, and I love the space that I'm in. But man, this, this industry in terms of providing service with human bodies, it is a really challenging market and industry to be in right now. There's a lot of labor challenges. There's a different mentality and mindset of a lot of the people in those industries. There's a lot of challenges around the mindset and expectations of the people consuming those services in that industry. And, you know, I think that's one of the greatest opportunities and challenges 
no matter what it is that is a challenge for you, I also look at challenges as being one of those greatest opportunities because if you're experiencing it, so is everybody else. And if you can find a way to unlock a result and, and say, you know what? I'll give you an example. You know, we're having a challenge finding, you know, housekeepers and finding housemen and finding evening attendants. You know, these aren't super high level, you need an MBA degree to, you know, work in our company type positions, right? But these people are equally as valuable and equally as important as some of our managers or some of our back-end corporate people are. In order for our model and our experience and our product to be consumed and received in the way that we want it to, those individuals have a significant amount of value for our company and our model. And I look at, you know, how do we, this is a challenge every hotelier is experiencing right now. So how do we become the best company that people want to come work for, that people want to come, you know, stay at and build their career. And those are the things, right, that even though those are your greatest challenges, your greatest challenges are also your greatest opportunities to get that one step ahead of your competition. And that could be in any context of life or in business. So with what we're working on, you know, it's those things of saying, man, every challenge that we're experiencing right now, this is also our greatest opportunity to separate ourselves from every other person that's experiencing these same things. No one is exempt from these same challenges and stresses. They've either just put in more work to have a little bit better of a result, or they've put in more time, or they've done something that 99% of the people or the industry isn't willing to do or isn't doing at the level that they are doing it at. Are you an accredited investor looking for more passive income investment opportunities? If so, text the word DEALS to 844-447-1555. This will get you on my accredited investor list. And anytime we have a new exclusive syndication opportunity that you can invest in, you will be the first to know. That's DEALS to 844-447-1555. So as I look at, you know, these opportunities that are out there and the challenges and the stresses that we're experiencing, I'm also going, this is the time that we can use to separate ourselves. We're going into a recession. We're in an economic cycle that we've, you know, seen the market and the economy white hot for a very long time, longer than it probably should have been. And the government, obviously, through the Fed, is trying to do what they can to slow the economy. Inflation is going up. We've seen all these services and goods and products, right, become more expensive. We've seen less people in the marketplace wanting to work over the last couple of years. We've seen the consumer psychology change a little bit through the pandemic, coming out of the pandemic. We're seeing a major shift in a lot of different areas right now. And as the economic cycle shifts, we're also going to have to see now people catch up with the reality of the situation and how that might impact some of these things and what changes might come as a result over the course of the next three to five years. But this is separation season because this is where people, when things aren't, 
you know, just going up and you're making money by just being in the game and not even actually being an expert or disciplined or understanding what it is that you're doing, whether it's investing in real estate or stocks, whether it's being in business, you know, whether it's anything. Now is the time that people are really going to have to sharpen their pencil, where they're really going to have to sharpen their axe, where they're really going to have to pull tools off their tool belt that maybe they haven't used in a while, that they're going to have to be extremely disciplined and work their asses off because the market is going to constrict. Opportunities are going to constrict. And it's the people like you and I who understand that and are willing to roll up their sleeves and get in the trenches and do whatever work is necessary to not only win and to sustain and to, you know, achieve, but want to go and dominate. And right now is going to be a very interesting time when people who want to go out and dominate are going to see their lives and the course of their family trees change forever. And so I think during this economic cycle, right, first you got to understand the economic cycles, right? 2008, 2009, 2010, that was what we call the trough, right? That's the bottom of the cycle. Then you start to see things recover. Recovery is when the economy is trending towards the peak. It's starting to go back upwards. And essentially from 2010, the trough to 2000, let's just call it 21 which is the peak, the top of the economic cycle, we saw people just by being in the game of real estate or being in the game of certain industries, crush it. They didn't have to be experts. They didn't have to necessarily sharpen their pencil just by being in the game. I mean, I bought real estate. I had no clue what I was doing, but I bought real estate in 2010, 11, 12, 13, all the way up. And just by buying real estate and not even operating them as sound as, you know, now looking back, I know should be operated. I was just winning because I was in the game. But when you get to the peak, right, and then things start to shift as they have, we're starting to see economic data come out that shows that we're now heading in the bell curve going down. The economy is trending towards the trough now. Now, whether or not that's a massive dip down in the bell curve which I don't think it'll be anywhere close to what it was in 2008, right? That was a true depression slash financial crisis. I don't think we're there. I think this recession is going to be, you know, moderate. I think it's going to be not as long. Time will tell, you know, this whole pandemic is something that we haven't seen before. But I think ultimately, you know, with the government printing as much money as they did, they got to bleed off the balance sheet. They got to do some stuff that controls inflation. We got to make sure that ultimately we don't start getting into the danger zone of stagflation, which we are teetering on that line. But I think all signs point to the fact that we're going to go into a recession. We already are in one. People just don't know it yet, or at least it hasn't been stated by the media, so people don't believe it yet. But ultimately, you know, that's going to create some opportunities for the market to shake out some of the air that needs to get sucked out of, you know, whether it's technology and, you know, Silicon Valley and all the valuations of these big companies, whether that's out of the stock market, whether that's out of crypto, which we've already seen a lot of that air start to get vacuumed out, right? Same thing with real estate. We're going to see things find a new level 
and a new trough. And again, that doesn't mean that we're going into depressionary levels, but we're going into a recession. And ultimately, that's going to create some opportunity for the people who are willing to work their asses off, who are willing to position themselves accordingly, and who are being patient and persistent and playing the long game no matter what. You're going to find some really great ways to gain ground and to identify new alliances and new opportunities and new ways that ultimately you can change the course of your life. And so whether you're just starting out in business right now, whether you're a couple years in, whether you are a seasoned vet and pro, the one thing is if you can understand these economic cycles, then you can understand a little bit more about how these cycles can present opportunities and the pros and cons of where those opportunities, when presented in that cycle, align with your goals. So for example, just understanding how real estate correlates with economic cycles. Real estate is very much a cyclical asset class, right? Meaning it generally moves with the rest of the economy. And if you're someone who's playing the long-term game, all you have to do is dollar cost average your way over the course of investing across many different economic cycles for the entirety of your investing timeline. I'm 34. I've been investing since I was 21. And I plan to invest until I can't hold a freaking pencil anymore or pen, right? I can't, if I can't sign a contract or click a button, and I'm sure by the time, you know, I'm in my 80s or 90s, they'll have some computer that can link up to my brain and I'll be able to do it anyways, right? But I'm playing this long-term game. So understanding that where you're at in the economic cycle and what opportunities present themselves at different points of that cycle and how you need to hedge your risk at different parts of the cycle. If you can dollar cost average your way across every single market cycle, you know that from where you started at the beginning of your investing journey to where you're going to end up, as long as you buy properties as disciplined as you possibly can that align with cash flow and you hedge the downside of potential, hey, if this drops 30%, it's still cash flows or I could carry this for you know two or three years if it was breaking even or maybe losing a little bit of money, worst case scenario, but over the course of the history of that investment, and throughout those economic cycles that you're making those investments, you're going to be fine. Then you just got to continue to buy based on the fundamentals of your investing strategy. Of course, you want to buy properties during the recession phase, right? As close to the trough as possible. You want to sell properties during the recovery phase as close to the peak as possible, but it's impossible to time the market perfectly. So if you can buy properties with sound, smart, fundamental investment disciplines, you're going to win over the long term. And as we go through this recession, I think you're going to see some opportunities that shake out because people didn't do their due diligence. They didn't, right, look at the way the numbers should pencil. They didn't hedge their risk. They maybe don't know how to operate and bought stuff just thinking that it was blue sky and the market was going to keep white hot like it's been for the last decade and going up. And that's going to create some opportunities for people, whether it's in stocks right now, I think is a great time to buy right now on discount. 
If you believe in crypto long-term, it's on discount. If you believe in real estate, I think it's going to start going on discount a little bit. But the part of this as well, right, that I think people need to make sure you always keep in your investment bag is this mentality of patience. Crockpot over microwave. Patience. Patience is absolutely key when it comes to investing in real estate or really in anything. And, you know, sometimes it takes two or three years. That might, right now, when I say that in my head, I'm like, man, two or three years, that feels like a long time. But the longer you're in the game, the more wisdom and experience you have, you realize two to three years really isn't that long. And sometimes it takes two to three years for the recession to show more distressed opportunities. So don't over leverage yourself by committing too early or too late. Study the economic cycles, stay disciplined, and take action consistently over the course based on what your fundamentals are telling you to do. And that's ultimately what I'm going to continue doing. I know and believe that there's for sure going to be some economic opportunities that present themselves over the course of the next three to five years in hotels, in commercial real estate assets like the medical plazas and the strip centers that I buy. And I'm just going to keep dollar cost averaging over the course of that timeline, no matter what. And so getting clarity on what your strategy is, what your comfort level is, right? Using the times that I believe we're going to be going into as an opportunity to let that stress force you to get that much better. Use whatever challenges present themselves in your life, in your marriage, in your parenting, in your finances to make you that much better. And I think we're going to go into a time where a lot of people are going to face some challenges and they're going to be bitter instead of choosing to get better. And the next time you run into one of those opportunities, I hope that you just remind yourself that this is a gift for you to lean into, shitty as it may be. Because right there's a lot of times when I'm going through a challenge, as I have been over the course of the last couple months, and I'm kicking and screaming, frustrated and upset and whatever, for a very short period of time though, very short period of time. And then I go, okay, can't change it. What am I going to do about it? Let's use this as an opportunity to get better. And every time I go in with that mentality, we come out stronger. We end up hiring somebody that was that much better. Our systems get that much better. Our team gets that much better. And that's part of this process. If you want to unlock greatness in yourself and your business and your bank account, if you want to just go out and live a legendary life, you got to use every challenging moment, every stressful time, every mental roadblock that gets in your way is an opportunity to get better. So that's what I'm doing today, guys. And I appreciate all the support and love that you guys have been reaching out. I'm about to be releasing a lot more content. I am rebranding from basically many of you knew me as, you know, Maddie A, six-figure flipper. And, you know, obviously I'm not flipping houses the way I was anymore. And that's something that I really, uh, you know, I don't want to sell and coach on flipping houses when I'm only doing a couple of year. And, you know, ultimately my core focus and going all in on hospitality. And, you know, Dave Grootman, shout out to uh, Groot Hospitality. He's been a big inspiration for me over the course of the last few years and following him. And, you know, he's somebody that um, I'm definitely going to be modeling and, 
you know, building after. I always like to pick, you know, one or two people that are really, I think, respect in terms of what kind of product and, and what their brand is, but also he's a great husband and father. You know, if you go to Miami and you want to go have a good time, you go to one of his nightclubs. If you go to Miami and you want to have an amazing dinner and see celebrities, you go to one of his restaurants. You want to go to Miami and check out a cool hotel, you go to one of his spots. And he's just continuing to open up really cool spaces and places for people. And that is something, mark my words, I've told you guys this before, I will have one of the best boutique hospitality brands in the world. And I am 100% committed and disciplined to putting in whatever work is necessary to make that happen. And I got the crockpot mentality that it's continuing to put the right ingredients into that crockpot with the right people, right recipes create great dishes. And I'm excited to see what we're continuing to build and who we're continuing to attract into this model and on this journey with us. So keep that in the back of your head. If you're somebody that wants to be in the hospitality space and you know, you have interest in potentially aligning or collaborating or working on some project or opportunity. You want to invest in one of my hotel deals. You can text the word deals to 844-447-1555 if you want to just say what up. Uh, and, you know, you appreciate the show. I'm going to be sharing a lot more transparently about my life and what we're building, what we're sharing, uh, a lot more on social media. Find me on TikTok. I haven't released anything yet, but I'm going to be doing more TikToks. If you're a TikTok person, more Reels. If you're an Instagram person, both are just my handle, at officialmattyay. Um, text me at 844-447-1555 just to say what up. Um, and uh, we got some cool stuff coming up here. So getting ready to release my new hospitality brand and put myself out there more in the hospitality realm instead of just you know the, uh, the flipper, six-figure flipper, Mattyay. Um, and that's the beauty, right? I, I know every single person goes through different iterations of their identity. And I started off as the realtor mat. Then I started off as the flipper mat. And now I'm moving on to the hospitality mat. And guess what? You can change your identity to whatever it is that you want to change it to because it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. As long as you're following and pursuing your passions, if you're the man who or the woman who started in the cubicle, and you were the cold caller, which is literally where I did in my first job in college. You know, I knew I was going to do something great. I believe that in myself. I always say, you know, just be dumb enough to believe in yourself and smart enough to take action on whatever it is that fires you up every single day. And you're going to find breadcrumbs and stepping stones along the path in your journey that are going to help you unlock more areas of life and who you truly are and who you truly want to become as long as you keep taking action on those things. So don't let anybody prevent you. Oh, I was just a flipper guy. I can't be this person now. Fuck that. Yes, you can. Oh, I was just the, you know, tech person. And now I want to own my own business and not work for Facebook anymore. Cool. Go do it. Oh, I was just the realtor, but really I want to go and open up my own business and do X. Great. The only person who will prevent your identity from shifting to whatever you want it to be is you. So with that being said, if you guys enjoy the show, please give a shout out, you know, share it on social media, share it with a friend or family member, tag me, tag Millionaire Mindcast. Um, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Number one thing I always ask of you guys, if you can take one minute to leave a five-star review in iTunes, 
It would mean the world to me. That being said, we'll see you guys in next week's episode. Cheers. Cheers.